What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Steez Radio Podcast. We're on episode 9 now, and this is your host, Chazzy. Over 200 people are now dead, including civilians, as a result of a violent war consisting of the two countries, Armenia and Azerbaijan. But before I move on on that subject, I want to touch on some smaller global news. Israel's COVID-19 lockdown has banned mass protests. The COVID-19 laws in Israel do not allow for gatherings of mass protests, so now citizens are using the internet to protest Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister currently. Also, sanctions are finally being placed on Belarus by the European Union. The EU has imposed long-delayed sanctions on dozens of officials accused of orchestrating the political crackdown in Belarus. As of right now, Mr. Lukashenko is not on the list, but could be added later. Without further ado, let's head over to Azerbaijan. Smoke fills the sky as you're sitting passenger in an attack helicopter, responding to Armenia's violent attack against your territory in the Nagorno-Karabakh. Azerbaijan, the country you fight for, has been fighting with Armenia for decades over this territory, including a war in the 90s that took the lives of over 30,000 individuals. All of a sudden, in October 2020, the fighting is back on. As you get closer to your destination, you hear Armenia had finally declared martial law, mobilizing and sheltering citizens, before you can even think of your country's next move. On September 27th of this year, that was the reality for troops fighting on both sides of the war over the disputed Nagorno-Karabakh region by Armenia and Azerbaijan. Accusing Azerbaijan of air and artillery attacks, Armenia reported downing helicopters, destroying tanks, and declaring martial law. What is this territory and why is it so disputed? How did we get to all this fighting and most importantly, why does all of this matter? Nagorno-Karabakh is a mountainous region inside the borders of Azerbaijan. This area is recognized internationally as Azerbaijan's territory, but mostly has an Armenian population who have resisted Azerbaijan rule for more than a century. In 1991, the Nagorno-Karabakh region declared independence and since ruled itself with Armenian support as the unrecognized Republic of Artsakh. Tensions were suppressed when both countries were Soviet, but all that changed after the Cold War. A war happened in 1994 between the two countries over the territory, taking the lives of over 30,000 people, but eventually ended in ceasefire with Armenia in full control over the territory and the borders. Since then, the border between the two countries has been considered the most militarized in the world. Uh-oh. 
Stinky. Clashes have continued throughout the past three decades, with the last serious flare happening in 2016 when dozens of troops on both sides died. In 2018, Armenia went under a peaceful revolution sweeping a former longtime ruler and replacing him with current prime minister of the country, Nikol Pashinyan. Mr. Pashinyan in 2018 agreed with Azerbaijan President Ilham Aliyev to de-escalate tensions and set up the first military hotline between Armenia and Azerbaijan. Both nations issued a statement still in 2018 declaring the need for taking concrete measures to prepare for peace. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Fast forward to 2020 and nothing has come out of these words. And though while unclear who started the latest violence, tensions have been high since January. Rulers in both countries are now playing the blame game, saying violence is all in defense and are refusing ceasefire talks. Now, why does all of this matter? Other than the humanitarian issue, when civilians on both sides are being killed, the conflict sparks major international concern. Regional powers including Russia, Turkey, and Iran are all invested in this war. We could have a process of sleepwalking into another world war. Turkey already has declared support for Azerbaijan, while Russia is traditionally closer to Armenia. If things don't chill out, these countries could get involved in warfare. On top of that, this Nagorno-Karabakh region is accounting for 5% of Europe's oil and glass gas demands, so no need to say this needs to get sorted out. Where do we stand right now? In a joint statement Thursday, leaders of France, Russia, and the United States called for an immediate ceasefire of hostilities between military forces. Armenia responded saying they were ready to re-establish a ceasefire regime based on 1994 and 1995 agreements, but Azerbaijan president responded saying the ceasefire depends on Armenian and American withdrawal from every span of Azerbaijan territory, and that's pretty much where we stand as of right now, folks. This is the news I love learning and sharing with you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I start to get on other platforms, Twitch, YouTube, you guys will start to see more entertainment, more content. But until then, this has been Steve's Radio Episode 9. Thank you so much for listening.